Welcome to The Book Report, the podcast where we do book reports on books we haven't read since the last time we did book reports. My name is Natalie, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Dwin, and my pronouns are also she, her. Remember the Animorphs? Neither do we. This week, we're reading The Hidden by K.A. Applegate, written in 2000. And this was ghostwritten by Laura Batiani Weiss. That's mm-hmm. how, is that how you would say it? Yeah, that's how I say it. Okay, great. Um, do, you remember how, do you remember what happened last time? Mm, I remember we didn't like it. Did we not like it? What did, what? what No, the last one was the Axe book with the other Andalites. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was um, advanced mall fuckery and my favorite line in the whole series. Yeah, I don't think we didn't like it. experiencing mouth pleasures. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't think we didn't like it. I think we did. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it was, okay, yeah. I think you were reflexively saying you didn't like it. We record things and then I edit the previous yeah, ones. Yeah. And so that gets very confusing in my head here. Um, and you, I wrote I wrote a book report for this. Yes, you did. Hold on, let me um, go scroll to your book report. I don't know. What? I don't know how I feel about my book report, to be honest. All right. Okay. So I just, good luck. Okay. All right. Well, here it goes. This week, we read The Hidden, which is narrated by Cassie. This book is mostly the Animorphs on the run. The Yerks have acquired Helmicron scanning tech and are using are looking for the blue box. Cassie finds out about this evil scheme from Eric and heads to the garden to try and confuse the Yerks, who are flying around in helicopters using their Helmicronian scanners. At the gardens, she begins the longest game of keep away ever. She manages to get away from the Yerks with the help of an, a disguised Animorphs guiding her to safety. She gets into a big truck and by the giant angry buffalo. She acquires the buffalo and morphs him just as Viscer 3 opens the back of the truck. She and the other buffalo run out of the truck and start attacking everybody in sight. She drops the blue box in the process, which hits the buffalo, who then gores Chapman. She and the buffalo run into the forest, where the buffalo starts morphing into Chapman. Apparently, he got morphing power and then accidentally acquired Chapman while trying to murder him. This is very disturbing, and the result is a naked Chapman with a buffalo brain. Cassie and all the Animorphs are very upset about this and decide the buffalo has probably has to die because he keeps morphing randomly. Although it's not really random because he seems to be imitating every, everything they do. So they leave him for dead and continue the long game of keep away. Since they can't run forever, they decide to destroy the, the Helmicron technology by dropping a whale on one of the too many helicopters flying around overhead. They start luring the helicopter to the coastline. Horrible and disturbing action scenes ensue. They get to the coast and Cassie encourages the buffalo to jump off a cliff in the hopes that it will die, but it doesn't and instead limps behind her as she tries to get to the ocean. Cassie, meanwhile, lets go of the blue box again and an ant crawls on it and then onto her. The ant acquires Cassie and then is a very disturbing half ant, half Cassie morph, then screams endlessly and tries to consume Cassie. The injured buffalo saves her and as her award is blown up by a yerk laser. Cassie puts aside all the disturbing shit that's happened in the last half hour and then goes out to the ocean. She flies out to the sea and morphs whale in midair, hoping to land in the helicopter and push it into the ocean. The helicopter moves out of the way at the last minute, but luckily a seagull was flying past at just the right time and gets caught in the propeller, which solves all their problems. This book had a lot of nightmarish problems, but the biggest problem that we have is that we were promised Helmicrons, and instead we just got Helmicron tech. And then there are three frowny faces, and I don't know how to pronounce that, but um, I'm- Sad face, sad face, sad face. Yeah, several sad faces in a row. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you, and I should have put this in a book report, that I felt I felt cheated. Cheated and betrayed. Well, uh, we're going to talk about- by you. The... No, I know. By um, K.A. Applegate. Well, I'm going to just give you a grade real quick. Um, yeah. I'm going to give this. 
I'm going to give this an A minus. Okay. I yeah, felt like I it was it, it, like B plus work. So I'll take an A minus. Oh, I almost gave you a B plus. And I was like, no, I'm a, I, I feel sad for but you. But you thought that would be cool. Faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to say the very first note that is in our, our notes is that this book is disappointing. And it's because there's no Helmicrons. There's no Helmicrons. We were told there would be a second Helmicron book. This does not count. I'm hoping that there is there must be another a one. second Helmicron book because this is not it. No, this is just like, this is, this would be like, I just I I cannot get over that I kept on being like where are the Helmicrons? Surely they'll be Helmicrons. Halfway through the book, like about page twenty five, I wrote in my notes, um, big complaint. We are halfway through this book, and there's no Helmicrons. How and no one has been proclaimed captain yet. Like how? Why? What's the point? And then what I don't understand. So they've like cracked the ship open. I guess. How did they do they this? Stuck because some electrodes so into a ship. I don't know. But everything's yeah. so small. How are they able to access it? Yours can't get into a helicron. We don't know. And therefore, we just trust that the helicopter had some sort of helicron device. And also, also, they only have one. They only have one and they put it in one helicopter and they Animorphs know exactly which helicopter that is. Like, come on. This seems to me, though, like that part is very believable to me because it does seem like classic Visser 3, which is to be way overconfident about everything. That's true. When you That's have true. no reason to be that confident. He would not make sale f- fail saves because he'd just be like, this will work. Obviously, it will Absolutely work. Not. nothing bad has ever happened in my life to prove otherwise. This That does seem like classic Visser 3. No, Helmicron's unforgivable. The anim- uh, the Yerks not yeah, having absolutely. any backups, classically uh, Visser 3. That seems correct. I agree that unforgivable is the right word for this book. Unforgivable. And yeah. furthermore, I did not like it. This is the first Cassie book where I have been like, I'm not enjoying this experience. There were this parts of this book, book that I liked. hard to read. It is tough. There are parts of this book that I like. There are parts of it that feel brutal for no reason. And I think the writing isn't that great. I agree. Which is and, all in all, I did not enjoy it. And I, ha- I hate to say this, but I think I'm trying to remember the other books that the same ghostwriter has written. And I think this ghostwriter has been responsible for some, some of the other books that I also don't like. Like, oh, I think no. see I don't I, like I don't want to like bad talk Laura no, I don't Weiss here however I don't need all of the gruesome gore it's not that I think she's a bad writer it's that I think like I, these are really hard to read like hard to write I think like it's hard to probably write an anamorph book yeah. when there's approximately a million of these ghost writers so it's really hard to keep things consistent Maybe, yeah um, okay but also just some of the horrible imagery like if she were writing a horror novel, she'd be so great at it. However, yes. I did not want to read a horror novel. So I'm just looking to see what else this this same writer wrote. She wrote the book where they go under sea to the the um the mermaids. No, 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 not that one. The other undersea book where they meet Drode. Um, that was a good one. But I think in that one, I thought her vo- her writing for Rachel's voice was wrong. Yes, you did think. Okay, that. however, and the we other did like one. Drode. The other book this year actually wasn't even a bad book. It was just a, um, oh no, actually, no, this is a book I didn't like. I just think it's a different book. Um, the other book she wrote was the Tom book where Tom tries to kill oh, the dad. Yeah, that one was that one was rough. We didn't enjoy that one very much. I, I think that the job of ghostwriting for this series is probably very, very hard. So I'm not saying that she's a bad writer in general. I just think that like some of the tone was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I stand by my assessment. If she were writing a horror book, I'm sure it would be amazing. I, I just hated the end of this book. 
watch a horror book. Yeah. Also, I hated the end of it. Also, the last page was so bad. It was gross. It was really gross. This book is so gross. It's gross. It's the whole book is just disgusting. Oh, I, okay. I just. No, go ahead. I, well, I was going to say, I mean, part of the problem, like part of the way we get into this mess is that we have this Escafil device, right? That's like the, the blue box. It's like the. Yep. The Andalites did a bad job making this because you shouldn't have to just brush by something to get all of its goddamn powers. And that does I seem agree. to be how this works. You should at least turn on a switch or something. And like, this has never come up before. Not once. It's never come up. Nothing like, in the no other bugs. he's been hiding it has crawled over it. And okay. Okay. So we have the buffalo brushes past it, becomes an anamorph. An ant climbs up, becomes an anamorph. And then they both acquire morphs. Now, the we understand that the way that animorphs acquire morphs is with some intentionality. Like you had to like touch an yeah. animal and like intentionally acquire it. And we and know this because murderous rampage counts. And also just climbing on something counts. And we know that it has to be intentional because like Cassie works at the barn and she just hasn't acquired every single animal there. Yep. So yeah. And uh, I feel like the amount of time that the Buffalo was um, picking Chapman up with his horns and throwing him across the road. That's not enough time to acquire Chapman. Also, okay. I don't know a ton about Buffalo. I know we'll talk about them later, but I always was under the assumption that like horns are like nails. Just could yeah. you acquire through your, like, it seems like it's uh, like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for that nails are made out of? Carrot, keratin? Is that keratin? what nails are made of? I think so. Yeah. Can you? It just seems like like I, I don't have any nerve endings in my nails. Do they have nerve endings in their horns? We'll talk about it later. It just seems okay. like, I don't know. And I also just think that if they don't have the sentience to be humans, do they have the ability to be intentional about acquiring something or you don't understand what's happening? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it, but also big fucking yuck. Yeah, the ant one was worse than the buffalo one. Yeah. Uh, I Okay, let's talk about these gross morphs oh uh, the ant one so yeah the ant acquires cassie and then it starts morphing into cassie and it reaches mm-hmm. full and complete cassie screams because mm-hmm. it suddenly is away from its hive mind and it's panicking and so it does an endless scream and then halfway becomes cassie half ant body of cassie head of ant and yeah. that is very yucky and then tries to consume cassie and the imagery of someone being consumed by their clone is bad yeah it's no good um that's my very technical so wild bad it's so wild it's so wild that someone thought of this as a part of this book Uh uh-huh and um, what is Cassie going to be uh, doing about that experience of almost being eaten by herself? Well, I can tell you what she should be doing is going to a goddamn therapist. Therapy. But also, yeah, there doesn't seem like there is a, like, you know, a therapist has different specialties, like, like different kinds of mental health conditions. There's not related more. <laughs> there's not. There's no, like, there's not a lot of that out there, you know? Yeah. And then the buffalo, the buffalo morphing thing is that it morphs Chapman, panics because it's now in a human body, but is trying to be a buffalo. Uh-huh. And then 
it just imitates what it sees around it. So when Cassie changes morph, it changes morph. Sure. And it yeah. like is learning. And there's heavy implication that it's learning to talk because it now has access to a human brain, which that's both A, a stretch, and B, still very gross. This whole thing still very weird. Yeah, I, it's really hard because I think the question of like, could an animal given access to the kind of brain power mm-hmm. like could they learn to speak i guess it's kind of like that could that could be an interesting book i suppose it is here it's just gruesome mm-hmm. um and also it i don't know these books i remember when they first talked about morphing whales and cassie was like they're too sentient and there's all discussion about sentience and ever since the book has been pretty inconsistent about what they feel about sentience uh one way or the other um and this book i was like i don't are we supposed to play the buffalo sentient i guess we are yeah and i'm just gonna skip ahead in our notes here because that's what i have here of like i was wondering is this meant to be some kind of like broader metaphor about yerks and humans and like what counts as people and what counts as sentient and like the fine fine lines of it and like there's a very brief moment of debate where they're like is it okay to kill this thing because it's not human even though it's in a human body like is that okay what do we know how do we know and then they just decide that's too difficult. It has to die, um, mm-hmm. which is not great. But mm, yeah, well, that's what I was thinking too. Is that like, are we trying to get into debates about sentience and values? Because I, I'm gonna say uh, both. It's uh, too late for that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Also, what are you gonna do for the rest of the books if you can't morph anymore because you suddenly have ethical problems with it? Hmm. Well, okay. So I think it would make sense to me if, for the rest of the book series, Cassie felt complicated about morphing. Mm-hmm. because that would track with Cassie's character because she's the most mm-hmm. familiar with ethics um Rachel I think at one point says something about like well then are we not gonna eat burgers anymore which I mean I think if you're yeah, an animal that should, should be real that yeah I feel like if I were an yeah. animal I'd have some really serious concerns about consuming any animal products because I have experience being that animal because I've you know? been in their body yeah absolutely yeah. Um, and I've seen the slaughterhouses yeah Honestly, I don't know how they eat meat after the slaughterhouse because they have such an up close and personal experience at the slaughterhouse. And I, I feel like that would have Same. to put you off meat at least for a minute. Yeah. Um, and like, th- I agree with your assessment that like, I think we're supposed to, our takeaway is that it's supposed to be like the buffalo counts the sentient because it would have learned to talk with enough time. Like it was trying to help them and it was doing like good mm-hmm. deeds. Um, and that made the book feel very sad. But also upsetting but also for why well okay but here's the thing is like if that's the case that because I don't actually even know I totally believe it's what the book wants to take away from it like I guess it kind of does um but then it made the death of the buffalo really wild because usually if you have like a uh like a character or something that you want to have as like they're gaining sentience or becoming attached to them in some way Mm-hmm. Um, you have some kind of death scene that has some sensitivity to it of some kind, and yeah. I guess kind there of is like a f- not a martyr, but like some yeah. kind of like a drama Something. to it, like a yeah. goodbye, like a, a kind of a goodbye moment. But yes. this basically, um, she flies away, and then it blows up. It is exploded. Vaporized. One that sentence is... vaporized. Yes. Uh, and prior and then... to that, tortured by the animorphs, and then after that. She's flying and she talks about seeing the smoking parts of the buffalo. And I was like, this, okay. I am not saying, like, like I do think that there's a place to talk about, like, brutal, like, this book, these books are becoming more and more about war um, and the brutalities of war. 
And so I do think that you can talk about like, it's really brutal to see people you, you love or even people you kind of care about harmed and like the brutality of a battlefield because at this point it's basically a battlefield. It does seem kind of weird that a character who are, I think we're supposed to kind of see as somewhat likable, some, has some kind of connection to, it seems weird to be like they're smoking body parts because it certainly wouldn't be like Jake's smoking body parts if he were to die. Yeah. Um, that would be insensitive and weird. Yeah. And also, again, it's a children's book. Uh, and there's no context or explanation sure, or wrap sure. up. Simply, he was exploded. And also, before this, I tortured him. And I feel kind of bad about it. But And then shortly after this... had to die. And then shortly after this, the way that they stopped the Yerks is not that Cassie did anything. I mean, It's that of, a but... seagull flies into the rotors of a helicopter. Okay, quick question. Quick question. Um, we know that uh Krayak and the elements can't really they're not yeah. supposed to do anything to interfere but they both do constantly. constantly um do you think that the elements put that seagull there to blow up the helicopter because i kind of i had a moment you. where i was like that could be it that's a funny idea and i'm going to laugh later when the elements comes back and he's like one of the best things i ever did was put a seagull in the right place at the right time because he also sent a raccoon to like partly eat tobias land that he sure did so yeah. I feel like he sure did. This could be also the LMS putting a seagull in to get blown up, and in the meantime, throw a couple sharks in the water to bite Marco. Like a little yeah, bit, a yeah. little bit of that. Yeah. Um, I will say though, the buffalo being exploded. Um, I referenced Rambo in our last recording. I'm gonna reference Rambo again um, mm-hmm. because there's a scene in Rambo where he's firing. Uh, he has like a like a bow and arrow, and he's shooting arrows. And he mm-hmm. shoots an arrow. Maybe the arrow has fire. I don't know. But it causes a waterfall to explode. Um, anyway, that's the vision I had of this. It's just like suddenly everything's on fire. Um, yeah, that's the vision I had of this. And it's really gross and really mm-hmm. unfortunate that this book was like, in other books, they tried to be like, animals typically don't seem to die that much. So they kind of try to protect the animals a little bit. In this book, it was like, we got to make up for that. Too many animals have lived. Yeah. This book, pack we're killing it, them pack all. It all in. Yeah, pack it all in. We're going uh, for it. I, I'd love to talk about some of the other gross things that happened in this yeah, book. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. the majority of our notes is a list of gross things. Um, Chapman, when he is gored by the buffalo, this is the sentence. Chapman flew through the air and hit the ground with the same dull whump a watermelon makes when you drop it. Oh, <laughs> Which is oh, okay. And I read that and I was like, he's dead. He's dead. Yes. He yes. The watermelon hits the ground. It bursts. So did he. And also, he did. Also, the watermelon hits the ground. Part of the sun is wet because it's a wet part. It's all coming out. Yeah. So it doesn't it play was, all his wet parts. I was like, ground. either he exploded or like simultaneously all his bones broke. Like, I don't know. It was just like, really? I read that and I was like, this is on page 12. And I'm like, you know, what the fuck are we getting into? You know, Natalie, I think what we've learned is he spent too much time with the goddamn taxons. He's, he's, he's taken on the characters that are just exploding. Uh, he is a wet paper bag. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> there were a lot of taxons being gross too. Okay. The taxons were gross. And again, I wrote in my notes a lot about this because I just think at the beginning of the series, I was like, oh, the taxons are like really scary. Like, you know, good soldiers because they're so scary um and this book really highlighted why you should why the year shouldn't keep taxons just yeah. full stop as a host they are bad hosts and the reason is at one point first of all the buffalo barely grazes one and it just dies it explodes mm-hmm. um and 
the other two taxon soldiers, instead of fighting the, the way they're supposed to do, they decide to eat. eat the one that has been exploded. And then they both are killed because they are too focused on eating. Yeah. Those are bad Unhelpful. hosts. Those are yeah. bad hosts. Why would you even have a taxon host if you can't control them? And all they do is eat each other. So that basically all you have to do to defeat taxons is kill one of them and the rest of them wave a stake around you know okay all you have to do to kill taxons really efficiently is feed one taxon rat poison yeah and then stab it and then the rest of them will all die because they cannot stop themselves taxons are a bad host yeah why do the year still use them they are bad soldiers i don't know it's weird you wrote here too many exploding animals as previously discussed yes too many um the buffalo morphing very gross i put in here that although it was very gross it was very funny when the buffalo accidentally acquired Visser 3 and then Visser 3 was encountering his own self. Okay, how did nobody notice that he was morphing into Visser 3 until he was fully morphed? Like, I know the Animorphs noticed, shock. how did no, none Just of the other- absolute shock. None of the Yerks, like, he morphed all the way into Visser 3. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then he knocked Visser 3 out, which that was pretty good. Yeah, and then, you know, turned into a buffalo and jumped off a cliff, so. That wasn't so good. Well, and that brings me to the next point, the jumping off of the cliff. Hey, why? Why? Cassie drove the buffalo off the cliff to a really graphic and gruesome death scene. Should have been death scene. Where yeah. both of them fall onto a bunch of, like, uh, stakes. You know, like, yeah, sticks yeah. poking up. Um, They're stabbed through multiple times. She talks about how his bones are sticking out of his leg. It's really gross. Um, and I don't know, I didn't understand why she did that other than to hurt the buffalo, other than to torture him, because then she encourages the buffalo to morph and walk the other way. Well, it didn't, it didn't make any sense because then when it walks, like when it morphs back into buffalo later, it's fine. Which is not allowed. That's against the rules. That's breaking morphing rules. Because she said that her arm was bloodied and torn in some way after the ant. Mm-hmm. And yep. then when she morphs into the whale and she wakes up in the water at the very end, like she's awake with all of her friends. Yeah. Breaks the rules. Salt water fucking stings when it gets into cuts. Her arm should be very badly damaged. Yeah. And she should be in pain from the salt water. Yeah. And they but should also fine. all be concerned about getting her to see a medical professional. Yeah. But she's but fine. none of that happened. Um. And it was all very upsetting for no reason. And also, but why? Why did she need to drive him off the cliff? Did you get that part? No, I didn't. I, I, well, I kind of read that as she had no other option but to escape that direction. Still seems unintentionally cruel. Or it does. Intentionally, intentionally cruel. It does. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. Really weird. Anyway, so that was gross. Uh, yeah, and then as discussed, being eaten by your own body, yeah, very gross, and Seagull is horribly murdered. Yeah, uh, all very disgusting. Yeah, this was a really gross book. And I, then, I can't, the, I kind of can't get over it, as probably evidenced by how I'm talking about it. Sure, well, and then, I mean, and then I, to me, at the end of the whole book, like, the whole goal was to destroy the helicopter that had the one helmet crown device on it, and yep. then that, I guess they do that, and then Cassie, when she wakes up, she's like, do we destroy it? And Jake's like, uh, probably. Maybe. And she's like, Okay, but tell me for sure, though. And he's like, 99% sure, yes, we did. Did you read that as for sure they did not? Because that's how I read it. I did. I highlighted that because for sure they did not. Jake made that number up, which is a classic managerial move. (laughs) And he is just trying to keep the morale up, even though he knows 
they're going to have a problem later, you know? It, okay. And if they did not destroy it, mm-hmm. it, what was the point of this book? Was it just to establish that the Yerks could find them maybe? Is this setting up how the and the Animorphs get outed? Maybe, but they've done this before. Like, yeah, when, in the Helmicron book, like they were being chased the same way. Like it was the same same plot, you know, just grosser. I I was just like, okay, I just I I when I read that part, I was like, I hate this part of the book. I don't. I I just feel like if we've done all of this stuff, and like Cassie spent most of the book alone which seems like it's kind of becoming a Cassie book trend. She also is alone yeah, for the sickness. That's interesting. Um, which I, lo- oh, and also for the other one, the Yerk book where she was with Karen. Um, oh, which by the way, this book had a cute little throwback to the Karen cave. It did. They um, mentioned Karen. Yeah. They did. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like I did not understand what the point of them not having destroyed the device was. Yeah, I don't think they accomplished their goal. And this was like a diversion for us into some strange adventure that, I mean, it's not like we haven't had this problem before that we feel like we're, you know, the sensation that like this book didn't lead to a larger plot. Um, But I feel like we're so far into the series that this has to have led somewhere. Like, I feel like at this point in the series, like we don't have, we don't have that many books left to get to I wonder if they don't. I wonder if they don't know. I wonder if they set this book up with like a, let's leave a, a, a light loose thread where we could pick it up later if we want sure but if we don't it'll be okay maybe it's that because that it doesn't feel right one way or another to be like yeah for sure this is coming back or not you know sure yeah i don't know it just feels like we're so close to the end of the series or not so close yeah, like, we're, where are we going with this yeah it yeah. feels like a, like at the beginning you can have episode, or episodes books that kind of do nothing and go nowhere because we were just kind of establishing characters and the mm-hmm. going nowhere books still establish some characters. Mm-hmm. But at this point in the game, I feel like we got it. I got mean, some unless big the players. buffalo is coming back from being exploded, you know, maybe the Helmicrons are coming back because they're angry that their their stuff got used. I hope so. Maybe maybe, maybe the Helmicrons will come back because they're they did not fix this whole device situation and they have mm-hmm. to go fix the device situation another way and so they decide to cooperate with the helmicrons in order to rescue them from the years sure 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 and the other thing that could work from this nice. book is this book could be if they carry through any of the threads in this book we are reminded about the escafel device existing maybe it's a reminder that they can make more animorphs and more, more animorphs are coming soon yeah because that i mean there just has to be something that comes out of that, this book that could be that could be it yeah, I that wouldn't surprise me. At this point, that now they know that like how like they just have to have another one. It's like We're there so must be the a broader purpose to why we read this. We're so late in know? the game to not have one. Yeah. Well, um, I think my take on this book is like I think if it had been less gross, I probably yeah. would have enjoyed the strange romp through. Yeah. Through the um, keep away game, but I was I very fair. distracted by all the blood and guts. And it's fair. Yeah. 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 I would say this book is, there are definitely worse books in this series. Oh, sure. And uh, there are definitely better books. Really there are much books, better even. books. This is, I think, maybe the weakest Cassie book. I agree. Wholeheartedly. I can't I think of other Cassie books that I would think are worse than this. Broadly, we have really liked the Cassie books. I think, yeah, yes. this is the first one and, where we're like, no thanks. And I think, I know, I don't want to say that, that this author is a bad author. I don't think she is. 
I think that she of the ghostwriters is not my favorite ghostwriter. Mm, um, interesting. And I just, I truly think that it's not a judgment of her writing skills. I just think it, this must be a really hard book series to ghostwrite for because there, there have to be at least nine of these ghostwriters and have a consistent yeah. voice through all of that. That seems like a lot. Yeah. And I don't know how much control they have over like yeah. plot points, you know, that might actually be dictated to them and they just have to find a way to make it all match up. Yeah. And just given like the other two books that we've read from this person, I didn't super love. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like Drode in the Drode book. We love Drode. Always but we I, love I think a that Drode book was scene. kind of wild too, because it had a lot it of weird was. things. That, that was a book that had that weird drug scene um, yeah. where they go into the drug Ooh, house. Yeah, that which was I hated. weird. It was also disturbing. And, and it had some weird like racial microaggressions, that kind of stuff. So like, I don't think this is a bad writer. I do think that the series is hard to ghostwrite for. And I think that she is not someone who, I, who for me has captured what I like about the Animorphs. Sure. Well, I don't know. There's not a lot to say otherwise about this book other than all the gross stuff we've talked about because a lot of it was action scenes. There's just not a lot else so going on action. in here. So I guess, uh, do you have anything else to say about it? Otherwise we should just go to our first class because I'm excited for it. I think we should just go to class. Let's do it. Okay, class one, um, biology. Anytime there's a new animal, I must talk about animals. I can't not talk about animals. I must. Especially this one, because we had so much of this. We usually when we the cover more if we have like a two or three chapters of them at most. Yeah, this was the whole thing. And it was, it's, so it's the African Cape Buffalo. And she says they're called the Widowmaker because they're so dangerous. I've never heard of that before. I wonder Not ever I once like, in my life. When I think of the Widowmaker, I feel like there's like a, like a like gun a snake or, something. or something. Yeah, or yeah. Um, it is okay. Yeah, like second sentence on Wikipedia. Widely considered one of the most dangerous animals on the African continent. It yeah. gores, tramples, and kills over 200 people every year. I had no idea. I always thought of buffalo as like polite little cow-like things. I will say I just googled the Widowmaker animal and it comes up first. There you go. Well, uh, first it comes up oh, on, on a site called. It's not. Oh, go ahead. Like first it comes up on a site called the Widowmaker, and then the website is called Pet Trending. So I don't know that they're saying you should get one as a pet, which is pretty good. Hmm. Um. Apparently, it is not related to cattle at all. That was an ignorant statement of me. Hmm. Huh. Oh, that's pretty. The wild. water buffalo is in Asia, and that one has been domesticated. Maybe that's why I think of buffalo as like a sweet creature. Maybe water buffalo, buffalo are buffalo. very cute. Um, oh yeah, water buffalo. That's what I was picturing. Yeah, there's a lot of water buffalo. Um, I want to say, I don't think where I was where I saw a lot of water buffalo. They're very cute. Hmm. I don't remember is the answer. Yeah. Maybe Vietnam. That could have been where I was. Their only predators are lions and crocodiles. They're big. They're big and they're scary. Yeah, no, these African Cape buffalo, they're huge. They can weigh 2,000 pounds. And they're thick. They're not just, they're not as big, they're thick. Whoa. You know what else it's called? Their horns are pretty. What's it called? The Black Death. Oh, that does sound scary. They're truly, they're so big. 
um, I'm looking at like there's a section of Wikipedia about their relationship with humans, mm-hmm. uh, and it says like, they're very fate like they're they're super dangerous. They're also as dangerous or similar to like hippopotamuses and crocodiles. Oh, yeah, super dangerous. Okay, because they just want to fight you. It does seem like their interest is in fighting you. And I guess in 49.5% of attacks, they kill in humans. Well, their horns are very pointy. Can okay, I read wait, you so... this really interesting fun fact? Yes, tell me. Um, African buffaloes engage in several types of group behavior. Females appear to exhibit a sort of voting behavior. During resting time, the females stand up, shuffle around, and sit back down again. They sit in the direction they think they should move. After an hour or more of shuffling, the females travel in the direction they decide. The decision is communal and not based on hierarchy or dominance. Isn't that super interesting? That is very cool. I like that. Yeah. I like their horns a lot. The more I look at their horns, the more I like them. Yeah. Would I want to be gored by them? Absolutely not. No. But I like no, how curly you. they are. Do you see the pictures of the little calves? Yeah. They're, so They're cute. very cute. Here's the thing. I know that many of the animals we talk about in this biology section are very dangerous. However, I do want to pet all of them. I understand completely. I just, yeah. they just look very cute. And even the big ones, have you ever hugged a horse? Yes. Their, their did, bodies are just so... did swell up after that, sure, sure, but sure. I did do it. But like their bodies, their chest, because they are so warm and they just feel so solid. Like, yeah, I hug my cat a lot, but he's very small. And I've also hugged dogs, but they are also not as big as that. Yeah. Big animals, when you hug them, they just, they're so solid and so warm. And when they are chill, they're so chill. Um, And this, I know it wouldn't be chill. I know it would not be okay with me hugging it. However, it would not be. I just, I just feel like if you hug them, they'd be so warm. They probably would be very toasty. And then I would die. I would sound like a wet water, a watermelon hitting the ground. Yep, you sure would because it would it would not be having a good time. I don't know how the other animorphs made it through without getting beat up by this buffalo. Yeah, it, it does seem kind of like you would get killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at all of the um, the different buffalo subspecies. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the smallest one. This is the, the smallest of the subspecies, um, and its weight is about 600 pounds. <laughs> Tiny, you see. Wow. I uh, feel like this is the kind of animal that should not ever be in a zoo. I mean, I feel that way a lot about a lot of animals, but like this one seems like it would be very dangerous in a zoo. I, okay. How are they related to buffalo in America? Because we also have buffalo. Hmm. American right? versus African buffalo. Let's see what let's let's see what the which one does says. buffalo milk come from to make cheese? We have bison. We have bison. Yeah, and you can look at a picture of American versus African buffalo. There's a picture that comes up with those two and the Asian buffalo, and they all look very very different. We have bison. Which one does the milk come from? I think bison. And it's bison cheese, not buffalo cheese. Yeah. Oh yeah, American buffalo looks buffalo. way big. It's like way different. It looks it's super. It looks different. bulkier like in the front. Yeah. Okay, so then where does buffalo milk come from? Hold on, while I'm researching, is it from a water 
buffalo or from a bison? The milk? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, you got to Google it now. Now, now we're all me. confused, so you got to look. Okay, I'm looking up a truly stupid uh, search term, which is buffalo milk, what animal? Yeah. <laughs> um, which it does seem like it should just be buffalo. Um, yeah. I guess water buffalo. Hmm. Oh, India and, what and Pakistan produce What about milk. a yak, huh? Gareth has had yak milk and he said it's very bad. Oh, well, that's that's too bad. I think he, he had it when he was in Tibet. He was in Tibet. Yeah, he was in Tibet. And he said that the milk was bad. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it comes from water buffalo. So not from bison, not from African Cape buffalo. Hmm. From water buffalo. Well, I genuinely learned some stuff about buffalo today. Is Okay, and they also, dairy buffalo is also in the Mediterranean. That's how you get like... Um, buffalo mozzarella oh okay that's italian cool huh. you can have buffalo meat but is that bison i feel like bison is something that people definitely eat yeah yeah definitely. other people you know in uh, golden gate park there's the herd of i guess they're bison i did know that yeah pretty cool i like saying other people because they um definitely don't seem like they should be in golden gate park and yet they are correct uh, there's a lot of surprising things in Golden Gate Park. Oh, I was trying to figure out what species the buffalo milk and buffalo mozzarella comes from. And unfortunately, PETA came up in my search and they confirmed that it is indeed from water buffalo. PETA is trash. However, I appreciate them telling me which animal it comes from. <laughs> Thank you for the clear answer. Go away. <laughs> Thank you for your answers. Please take yourself elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Any other cool. fun facts about buffalo? Um, they're very cute and I, I want to ride one. And simultaneously, not in a rodeo way. Scary, stay away from them. Yes, yeah, yeah. I want to ride one in the same way that I want to pet a tiger. In my heart, I don't actually think I should do it. In like a Steven Universe riding, riding lion kind of way. Yeah, it's like when I did in that workshop. We had to come up with a meat, like piece of media, like that it represents you and all your enemies. It could be any media you want. It could be fantasy. It could be whatever. And I definitely was like, I want to be in a Steven Universe show where I can befriend other animals and I can ride lion around. Yep. Not in the real in world. Way. Just yeah, in my heart. In that way. It's like screaming well, inside my heart. Why don't we go to class two? Yeah. Okay, okay class well, two. Welcome. Go ahead. Absolutely. Welcome to this class. Uh, this book uh, brought up some big philosophical questions for us. Uh, and usually you might go to like a philosophy class to deal with this, but this felt a little different to us. It wasn't quite philosophy. Um, it felt like more of a casting problem. Um, yeah. So we're going to drama to discuss what animals we could have, uh, we could cast them, so to speak, as animorphs. Yeah, like uh, which animals should they specifically bring the blue box to to force them to become animorphs and then tell them they should be on their side and be on their team. And yes. I think I have two obvious answers right away. Okay. My first is whales. Yes. It does seem like they've been very clear that those are sentient enough to do it. Yeah. You could totally talk to the whales and explain about the whole, hey, the Yerks are colonizing our planet thing. And I think they would they would have some thoughts and opinions and probably and it seems, some really good ideas. It seems like Yerks could not, you couldn't Yerk a, a big whale, you know? Right. Brain's and, too big. And um, the whales are basically grownups. 
you know, they'll have some perspective, which would be nice. So that's the yeah, first yeah. obvious one. The second obvious, maybe not so obvious one is, is sharks because they are also being attacked by this or three. And it, it maybe it's time to unionize basically, mm. you know, bring the, sh- you don't want ears, join us. I, okay. Natalie, I would love an Animorph book where, uh, Animorphs, uh, find animals to unionize. I would love a union building book. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we could talk about Yerkes' Union Busters and how much we hate Union Busters and yep. never come to the it'd be just It'd be called The Protest. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it'd be called <sighs> The Walk-Off, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd, I'd oh. read the heck out of it. I would love that. If that doesn't happen in this series, and I, I have a feeling it might not, we maybe have to read that as a fan fiction. Um. But, you know, the Sharks might have more leverage against Visser 3 if they're working with a team. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like also good is... Um, I think rats might make good people. Oh, cool. Rats are very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, they're used to having hands, so it's not going to be a new thing for them to figure out how to use hands. Um, they're just, they're good. They're sneaky. They're quick. Uh, they're Can they make the same argument for raccoons? Yeah. Oh, I think raccoons for sure, too. Crows? Could be great. Crows you know, what about more, uh, more red tail hawks? animals. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Actually, I think the thing that doesn't, I think red tailed hawks are more solitary. I think you need animals that work well in teams. That's true. I, I was just thinking that to- teams. bias could communicate with them in sure. two ways, you know? Sure, sure, sure. I'm thinking about animals that work well in teams because we've known, mm-hmm. we've had a loner animorph and it didn't go awesome. Uh, David no. didn't work great. Yeah. But maybe didn't. if we go to that island where David is and instead, well, we just say hello to David and then take some of his rat friends, head on yeah. out of there. Yeah. Good teams. I think that's a really strong case. Yeah, could be interesting. Um, I do think, though, that probably based in this universe, only the whale would be able to succeed at this. What about dolphins? Dolphins? But they're too playful. But we understand that they are supposed, in this universe, pretty and like pretty close. They're pretty intelligent, but they're so, but also in this universe, they're so playful that it distracts Mm. from the job, you know? What was the one uh, recently where Jake morphed an animal and he could tell the animal was aware oh, it was being uh, orca. Orca. Oh, yeah, orca. See, now that, that could be, be a really scary fun. contributor. Yes. Okay, but here's the real big question is they have to get a human morph, you know, so they can hang out on land with everybody mm-hmm. else sometimes. So who's it going to be? I want you to imagine, okay, I feel like dolphins would be fun because I feel like they'd have to all become kind of uh thembos or mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. himbos or bimbos mm-hmm. but like i think they're big thembo energy mm-hmm. um and i think it has to be like a bunch of, I, I really envision the dolphins as a gang of himbos uh very beefy pretty stupid uh very fun you know they're kind of a yeah. golden retriever energy yes and i think that they're on land to have a gang but like they're big and beefy and they'll do a lot of fighting yeah but they're also i think that would be very fun energy for these books is to have a gang of himbos i like it just a bunch of big beefy boys uh with not like a lot of it. brains i think it'd be very fun idea. i think it's that a would idea. add some lightness to these books you know like a little yeah a little je ne sais quoi of spice yeah and i think axe is fun. supposed to axe is supposed to add a little lightness what with his cinnamon roll addiction but i think it's not gone far enough his cinnamon roll addiction is too stressful because every time he does yeah. it i'm like he's surely going to get murdered surely and or arrested yeah and if not murdered by a yerk murdered by somebody in that mall who's like this guy again every time he comes through he costs my business hundreds in, in damages yep totally 
Totally. He is an insurance risk. Yeah. So I feel like Axe's thing is too stressful for me, but I think some dolphin himbos would be really fun. Um, I'd love... Um, some older okay. whale kind of guardian mentor type yes. figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gar- I mean, honestly, whale therapists is what we really need. Some whales who are there to be therapists. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also, okay, this is, I think, a little bit cheating because they're not really animals, but I'd love to see some pork uh animorphs. Heck yeah. That would be cool. Why Imagine Toby? Toby. Toby would be the perfect animorph. Why haven't they given her morphing power? Because she doesn't trust them or like them. Oh, right. Uh, it's that's on her why. side, not theirs. Yeah. That, and actually, that's fair and a good point on her, on her part. Yeah. yeah. Because they would make her work for them. Yes. But I, I really wish that, that she would do it because I would like to have more of Toby in the series. Yeah, we'd like to see more of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I really, I really like the idea of Hork-Bajir. I Again, it's kind of cheating because they're not really, it's not a sentience question. It's just like a, you know, animorph yeah. question. Yeah. But I think it'd be very fun. I agree. Dang. Well, that's this book. Well, we're it's time for us to talk about. One? Yeah. So the next book is a Marco book. Um, and it is Marco turning into a, I guess a wasp or maybe a bee. Ew. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And this one is called The Other. And oh, the, the little on the front sucks. Uh, the little like tagline is This is your brain. This is your brain with a yerk. Any questions? Wow. Uh, that's a lot of big... questions, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's big uh, dare energy. Oh, boy. Hold on. I'm verifying if this is a bee or not. Yes, it is a honeybee. Do you see um, on the cover his like vestigial tentacle arms? It's quite bad. Before? It's gross. I okay. just have questions. Okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. Axe and the Animorphs have always believed that he was the only non-infested Andalite on Earth. That he alone survived the terrible battle between his people and the Yerks. Until now. There were oh other God. survivors, other Andalites, and they're here on Earth. Trying to keep a low profile, trying to find a way to defeat Visser 3, trying, like Axe and the Animorphs, to stay alive until help finally comes. If help finally comes. What the fuck? They've been so here this were... whole time? They abandoned a child and they've been here this whole time? Well, so then the real question for me is when they say laying low, does that mean they were doing absolutely nothing? Yeah, because... what were they doing? That means a child and also several other human children were fighting a whole ass war and the other Andalites, who I'm hoping were not children, uh, were just, I don't know, what? taking a nap, this having is some, wild. enjoying some mouth pleasures in I assume Ma- yeah. human morphs. What the heck? Okay, well, I'm a little excited for this book because it could be, to your point, is something going to happen? Like we're getting there's only like 54 books we're on this is book 40 so like are we picking up the we pace gotta, on do wrapping it up uh, and then this ghostwriter i'm looking to see what else she's written oh this this ghostwriter i have coming up and this is the only book that she wrote oh well i hope it's good yeah 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 um yeah i don't know it's this sounds like it could be very fun i'm i'm excited about this book i think even though the honeybee morph on the cover is no good yeah, I hope it's good. Okay, well, we'll see, I guess. You want to tell them where they can find us? 
Sure. You can find us on Instagram at the book report pod and on Facebook at the book report. Uh, if you have thoughts or questions or comments or concerns, you can email us at we love animorphs at gmail.com. Um, you can leave a review and rate us five stars on iTunes or wherever the hell you listen to us. I guess the podcasts app. Um, and you should tell your friends about us and make them listen to us uh, because we're very funny. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think that's everything. That's it. That's yep. all we got. Hope y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time with the terrible seeming Andalites. And no Helmicrons. Yep. Bye. Bye. The only exception to not the not buying it rule is if you're in an airport, then you have to buy yes. a YA book. That's like sure, a rule. Sure, sure. That's like an obligation.